at the top of the show, I just want to say that I'm grateful. Well, first of all, I'm just grateful to be alive. You know, I think sometimes we take that for granted. You know, we go in and out and, you know, we go through the, the motions of the day. You know what I mean? And we, and we got things yeah. to take care of, you know, our jobs and got to keep the lights on. Yeah. Our kids. Our kids. The kids. It's always for the kids. The wives making them happy. The baby boys, the baby girls. You yeah. know what I mean? At the end of the day, even all the small stuff, like whether it's the bills, how much you got in your account, you know what I mean? How long the line is at God knows where just to get one little thing, you know, and, and, you're got, and you got a toddler or two or three or four in tow. You know, all of that is inconsequential because at the end of the day, you've been given another chance, you know, yeah. to live, to breathe. I don't so, wait in the lines. I do the self-checkout. Well, yeah, but I mean, sometimes there's even a line for yeah, those. There is and then I find myself like, oh, come on. I got places to go. I got people to see. I got things to do. Yeah, isn't it funny that we've become so inconvenienced by just life sometimes? Like, cause right, we're, right. Everybody's out there trying to do something. If you think about like, it, we're <laughs> the inconvenience because we're just inconveniencing ourselves. Yeah. You know? If we just sit back and let it happen, you know, a lot of times if I just slow down and yield, things tend to work themselves out. But if I react, you know, try to make a, an abrupt turn, you know what I mean? I'm trying to come up with another like analogy. Analogy, for like, yeah, you know, for driving. Yeah. <laughs> like I was thinking when you said slow down, I instantly thought of Ferris Bueller, so. Because <laughs> life moves pretty fast. Yeah. Well, that's a good reference there. But it all brings me back to just being grateful, you know? Yeah. And I'm grateful for the listeners on this show, and I'm grateful for having this show, and I'm grateful for people that listen to it, that want to listen to a guy like me and, a, and his friends sitting in my garage talk about shit that we love, you know? Stuff that doesn't matter, stuff that doesn't have to do with keeping the lights on, you know? Well, somebody's lights on. You oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess so, Somebody's yeah. lights. Yeah, yeah, Lights are being so. kept on by what we find. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because I guess we're talking about stuff that's made by other people. Yeah. So. So, but I don't think our podcast is keeping their lights on. No, not the. Not by any stretch of the imagination. No, no, maybe somebody uh, might get royalties by us yeah. mentioning old movies, and they're like, somebody's like, oh, was so, it really that bad? Somebody brought up Howard the Duck, exactly. and I'm gonna go check this movie yeah. out. Super Mario Brothers? That was a decent film. That was a movie? Right. <laughs> the Return of Swamp Thing? Yeah. Yeah, I know. You, you, that's a really good point. You never know. We might be uh, willing this stuff into the universe, you know? Yeah. And I'm just grateful for when people e email in, you know, or write in, you know, and correct us, you know, and say, hey, actually, uh, by the way, Surf Ninjas was a real movie. Yeah. So this guy emailed the show. Okay. And said, but he didn't leave a name. It was the craziest thing. He just said, Surf Ninjas was a real movie that had Leslie Nielsen in it and Rob Schneider and the guy from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. Yeah. And I'm thinking, wow, this guy knows everything, you know? And then we started talking about ninjas. We started emailing back apparently. And then one guy started emailing back. Somehow he just invaded our conversation. First of all, I don't know how he was able to hack in and like send an email or instant message like while we were talking. Maybe it wasn't email. Maybe it was texting. Yeah. All right. Maybe, it was maybe you, messenger. Maybe, maybe it was you and James. And uh, <laughs> why were ninjas such a thing in the '90s? You know. And he, and he was like, "Cause ninjas were awesome." I was like, "Well, I don't." Now I remember doing the shirt thing. I don't know mm -hmm. if you ever did that, where you look through your, pull it over your nose and over your head, and you tie the back of the sleeves, so like oh. you look like you're wearing a ninja mask. No, I never did that. I did that in that. So I guess I don't know why they were so popular. Maybe it was maybe it was the Power Rangers because like they were kind of. It had, I would, see, I was thinking it was, it was Ninja Turtles. And Ninja Turtles. I think yeah, Ninja like, Turtles started it all. Yeah. 
Because Power Rangers came after, right? I think so. Yeah. Because Turtles, Turtles is like early was, 80s. It, the it cartoon. Was, yeah. Oh, the cartoon. I was yeah. thinking the movie. The yeah, the movie came out in 90. 89, 90. Okay. Yeah. I lost a sigh. Then it is gone. But I can get it back. I can get it back. Raphael. You know, I, that was actually really good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Like, you sounded just like Raphael. I'm trying Frank. to put out chudder. Hmm. Butter chudder. <laughs> Rope butter? I'm trying to put a uh, reel together for some voice acting here in a little bit. That's awesome. So we're going to... We're going to do that basically on the podcast. I was thinking that on the way over here. I was like, I need to start just listening to voices. Mm. Or like even your podcast more and just say, whose voice can I mimic? Like just on the listen podcast to the sound of my voice. <laughs> Follow it and learn. Now, I will say every time I think of my baby boy or yeah, see bring the it word back. baby boy. Bring it back. I think about your voice. Oh. My baby boy. My baby boy. So my like baby every boy. Time, that's what comes to my He's mind. He's my baby boy. But ninjas. But ninjas. Well, look, I'm grateful for ninjas. But you know what? I just don't give a fuck about the Karate Kid. And I think it's just because it wasn't part of my youth, man. It just wasn't there. Yeah. I mean, it came out. I was around. But I just wasn't. It didn't hit me. But I think you but were those into turtles, different things, too. Oof. It was different genres that you were into. Because I remember us... For me, Karate Kid was, we didn't watch a lot of movies with my dad and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were certain things like mm-hmm. Blues Brothers, but Karate Kid was one of those ones that was when it was on TV, we kind of watched it. Right, I could see that. Like that. It's so, kind of a family film. Yeah, it it triggers those memories. Even the me. violence in it is not really that violent. It's kind no. of, you know, oh, oh God, he kicked me. Did he kick him? I don't know if he... He gave him a mean? crane kick to the face, but yeah, I think that's illegal, but he still won. He still won. All I know is you're the best around and nothing. You're the best. Is gonna get you down. <laughs> I like it. Utah, give me two. And here we go. Thundercats, ho! Can't be too careful with all those weirdos around. <laughs> you Greenpeace types are pacifists, aren't you? If it bleeds, we can kill it. Klopek. What is that, Slavic? No. About a nine on the tension scale, Rope. This is a little bell I ring when someone's being a total ass. You son of a bitch. You no good. Welcome to Comic-Cons, a geek podcast for the rest of us who are the rest of us. My name is Nick Stevens. I'm your host. But in a way, aren't we all Nick Stevens? We Today, are. joining me in the garage, returning guest, my friend, my pal, Mr. Jimmy Golden, Cadillac Johnson. Jimmy, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. That's awesome. Can I say I like your shirt? Oh, thank you. What do we got here? Oh, a little blazing saddles. saddles. I forget what I'm wearing sometimes. You know, just going through the days, like I was saying, I was just telling you. I worked today from home, ran some errands, went to the doctor, had the baby boy, Walmart, exchange in tow, you know? Speaking of going fast, what you're talking about back to that is I buy the same pair of socks, Mm -hmm. like the same package of socks, so I don't have to mate socks. They're just all white ankle socks, so whatever goes in the bin, I can just grab. Wow. Now, hold on. We got to backtrack here for a second. You said, so I don't have to mate socks. Yeah, like I don't... Now, now, when you say that, you're talking about when you put them in the thing together and you kind of fold them into each other. 
I've never heard it referred to as mating songs. That's fantastic. I love that. But, I'm, I'm, I genuinely, <laughs> 100%, no bullshit. I love that. That was so good. And it just rolled off your tongue like you've been saying it for years. Like, no, I don't have to mate socks. I, like, I, would, I would have said like, so you don't have to like, you know, put them together, tie up, you know, put them in the thing. The yeah, pair up socks. Yeah, pair, but, I don't know. Made them up. Made them up. Oh, yeah, that's made them up. That's fantastic. That's great. See, I do the same thing with the black ones, the little black ankle socks, you know? Mm-hmm. So you throw them all in there and, you know going to find one that matches exactly or they just if you buy the same brand same pack doesn't matter yeah this is what we do on comic cons kids we talk about mating socks if you've ever made it socks email us at comic cons podcast at gmail.com good call that's a great query speaking of queries every now and then i'll do something i'll post something on the facebook or on the ig i'm really just trying to get a conversation going yeah but i'll say something like hey what was your favorite post-apocalyptic movie of all time, you know? And just to see if I'll get a hit. And actually, when I said what I just referenced, post-apocalyptic movies, I actually got a lot of hits. Quite a few comments, really? actually, on the face of book. I'm going to read them uh, on here in a little bit. But uh, before we dive into it, I just thought that was interesting that that kind of grabbed a lot of people, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, you know, and this was a few months back. We, I. I kind of do that to, to get an idea of, of a show. Like, hey, maybe if I come up with a topic, I'll throw it out there. And then if it gets a lot of kick, hmm, if it gets a lot of hits, then I'll say, oh, okay. If there's a lot of feedback. If there's a lot of response, it'll prompt me to, to then say, hey, guys, let's get in the garage. Let's do this for a show. Yeah. You know, like we did the best trilogies, which was between you, me, and James Schuler, But then we didn't do it with you guys. I did it with James Powell. But that's okay. And <laughs> maybe not for James, some but people, it was a first. Some people were pissed. <laughs> um, love you, James. The other James. Love you both. Minamoto. Uh, speaking of him, we're going to be hearing from him in a little bit too. Uh, what? I'm sorry. The other one. Did I just disclose that? that? Yeah, right. Not him, but the other one. Yeah. yeah the Motomoto. Not the... Not the ninja one. Not the ninja. Right. There you go. <laughs> Wait, was that code for something? No. no okay. <laughs> okay. He'll say it is. <laughs> He'll say it is. He really will. I forgot what I was saying. The point is, we do this to throw it out there and sometimes we get a hit and we turn it into a show. You know what I mean? So here we are tonight. We're going to talk about our favorite post-apocalyptic movies. Now, when I say post-apocalyptic, do you know what I'm talking about? Do you understand what I mean when I say post-apocalyptic? See, I thought about this because a lot of times you throw me that question at me. What makes a good post-apocalyptic? There you go. You knew. You knew I was going to ask. And it's such a broad spectrum, I think. It's a broad spectrum. Because the genre could be disease-ridden like zombies or something like that. Sure. Or it could be some conglomerate thing that the earth has... Dissipated and now okay. who the people who are left okay. are living off like that. I like so. it. I like it. I like it. But you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say you're right, but I'm going to say cut it in half and okay. triple it. By that, I mean we're going to talk about films that are centered on or about a world that is basically dystopian, like post-apocalyptic, okay. like the apocalypse has happened. This shit's already hit the fan. We're not going to talk about movies where... It's happening, like present tense. Like, I'm not going to do, like, what was that one with fucking Dennis Quaid and Jake Gyllenhaal? The Ice Age came or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the Day After Tomorrow. Day After Tomorrow. No, 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 no. Or like The Happening with... Not going to do it. Um, Mark Wahlberg. Exactly. Again, I, you know, because again, those, those events are happening and the world might be perceivably ending, but at the end of all those movies, it kind of stops and then things go back to normal. Now, you know what ruined that film hmm. was just finding out what was happening. Right. Like, right. Oh, the were, happening? Yeah, the happening. Yeah, if I agree. If you just would have went, 
because I felt like when do I was the opening about the question. Yeah, it's the mysteriousness, mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. of not knowing right. why. It's the mystery, the uncertainty. That's man's greatest fear is uncertainty. Yeah, but once you find out it's the trees, you're like, oh. it's a little weird. I still liked it overall. I do, I do too. But there was enough creepy shit in there to kind of offset the corniness, even with Mark Wahlberg's acting as a chemistry teacher. Yeah, you know. But I mean, should have been a gym teacher or biology. Yeah. He was a bio- biology teacher. I think he was a biology teacher. Yeah, I don't know. Chemistry, something. Because yeah. he was talking to plants, right? Something in yeah. biology. If he was chemistry, I don't know. He would have been, yeah. He was some kind of science teacher. All I know is expensive bottles. I don't know whose voice that was supposed to be. <laughs> Santa Claus, afraid not. So yeah, we're gonna dive into it. We're gonna dive. So we're gonna talk about movies, happened. and we're doing. It's, out of the it's way. already happened. We don't know how long it's happened. Maybe it's been years. My favorite are personally the ones where it's been years. You know okay. what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like it's happened. The results. We see humanity evolve as it is, or as it were. Then again, you go back to the 28 Days Later kind of shit. Now, that first one, 28 Days Later, I would accept that as well. Because again... See, like I have to kind of rethink my list a little bit. You know? I have some that it happens during. Okay, well, you know what? So, But that's okay. Don't worry about that. Keep them in there. We're doing we're doing top five and we're doing runner-ups. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll do it like that. So I'm going to call a friend. I'm going to use a lifeline. And this is just because... I was supposed to do a show with this guy a couple of days ago, but we had to reschedule. Then you and I were doing our show. So instead of like, you know. And this is a reschedule of a reschedule. It is. This, we've been meaning <laughs> to do this for some time because the aforementioned Facebook post actually occurred quite some time ago. Um, but I did another repost today on IG to kind of get that fuel, lighten the fire once again, you know, in my pants. Anyway, here we go. Let's see if we can get Pick this guy on. The phone. That's the gong. Oh, let's try that one more time. Can you hear me? Monomoto, Monomoto, can you hear me? I can, I can hear you. I can hear you. Oh, my man. I can, but when you answered the phone, it was like a, oh, it was like, like, like you got clipped or something. Was it? Yeah. You want to try it again? No, it's okay. Yeah, you're the, you're, the, you're the magician of You know. <laughs> hey, I'm here in the garage with Mr. Jimmy Golden Cadillac Johnson. Oh, shit. Here we go. What's up, James? What's going on? We're doing a little threesome here. Three guys in a garage, and we all got the rope butter. All right. Who's on butter? Or the butter rope. So I don't know if you're aware of this. I'm just going to call you. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't aware of a threesome. No, of course you're not. We don't plan anything here. Uh, we wanted to talk about our favorite post-apocalyptic movies of all time. And we were going to do like, I don't know, like our, we were going to pull an arbitrary number out of our asses and just throw it out there, call another friend, see if he wanted to weigh in on this. You know, this is what we do. Are you in? I'm in. Are you going to do top 10 or top 5? We're going to do top five, because I feel like top ten might get us a little longer in the tooth, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what she said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I guess we should start at our bottom, you know, our bottom of bottom. And again, mm-hmm. please, go nuts with it. You know, go off the top of your dome, whatever you got, or if you got a little book of notes. I think if I know you the way I know my Monomoto, you got a little list right there, and it might not even be written out. It might, it might be in your head, etched in your mind. So, so I got to go... The bottom feeder first. Yeah. Let me, let me pull out my steno book right here. <laughs> Jimmy, what's yours? What's your first pick? Um, 28 Days Later. Like I said, we talked about that earlier. But 28 Days Later. Okay. Now, 
the apocalypse has just happened. Yeah. Now I can't remember. Does 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 Scarecrow wake up? Twenty eight days later. He wakes up twenty days after it's it's happened. Yeah. But why did he, why did he fall asleep? He was in a coma. He was in a coma. You know, he's oh. laying in the hospital bed naked, which I don't get that. Like, why didn't he have a gown on? But. Right. That's the scene where he finds the guy like in the church, and the guy just starts running at him. Yeah, the guy turns around with the yellow eyes. Mm. Like, and that's what I think made them scary. It's because they're running. That's yeah, what that's go. what makes them scary because they're fast zombies. Yeah, yeah, they're not walking zombies. That's a good pick. That's a solid pick, and that's a great movie. I like that it raises the suspense because they are fast zombies and they're coming for you. And first they're gonna get you. I got you. I got you. And you know you just don't uh, you don't know what's gonna happen next. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. By the way, I don't have a list at all, so I'm kind well, of. Just a, I'm like just. <laughs> so that's why I'm stalling right now. Uh, well, uh, James, what about you? So I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna throw it back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Omega Man with Charlton Heston. Oh, Omega Man. Charlton Heston. Now, is that the one where he's driving around the city like a madman? Just that's pretty much it. And like the 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 remnants of human civilization, they you know they look like they got the mange or whatever, and they and they have a cool ass uh, car. I forgot what the car was, but it kind of looked like the, the shit from the that that Halloween uh, that Simpsons Halloween special. <laughs> He's, does he talk to himself in that movie too? Does he play chess with, with himself in his room? Yeah, it was something. Uh, yeah, he does. I, you know what? I was thinking about uh, the other. I was thinking about Soul and Green, but he does play chess yeah. in that room. Yeah. Yeah. That's a creepy movie. Some of those old 70s movies are just naturally creepy. Um, just around that time, you're right. So, what happened to everybody else? Like, what, what killed everybody else? Wasn't it? I, 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 because it's been so, I thought I thought it was like just the basic nuclear disaster, right? Oh, you might be right. And everybody just got fucked up with uh, the radiation and everything, and so they started having like the, the lumps and shit happening to them, and and those white you know, sit eyes popping up in asses, it's stuff like that. <laughs> and you know, I am Legend. I think uh, was loosely based on that movie too, in a way, because he was like the last, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who put that mannequin back? Where you? Where'd you come from? Oh man, we had to put down his dog. I think I could do that. I mean, if it comes down to it. Yeah. If it comes down to it, and my my only friend just got bit, you know, by some age-ridden zombie, I could, he has to go. <laughs> so you and I are hanging out, right? And I and I and I get bit by a zombie. You're gonna do me in. No problem. God damn. No problem. No problem. Dude. Uh, yeah. Chop you chop you off the same way uh they do the vampire heads. You gotta you gotta die. You uh you gonna give me a reach around first? I probably will keep the head though. Oh. You never know. You never know. <laughs> oh, that, that wasn't God. his only friend though. He had the he had the mannequins. He did have the mannequins. He had them all he named. The, he had them all like named. Movie yeah. theater. Yeah. Or I mean yeah. movie store. Yeah, he did. He did. I wonder if he watched any old Fresh Prince of Bel Air reruns while he was hiding out. Well, didn't he? Well, wasn't the mannequin in like a blockbuster? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought, I 
thought she was like a Fred. Fred was in the block. Or, or Fred, yeah, Fred. Fred was looking at the blockbuster, but it, the woman was set up over there in the romance section. I get. Yeah, there was, there was like a couple different like mannequins that were set out throughout the store looking at stuff. They had power though, because he was he was showing Shrek to that little girl. Yeah, they did have power. Yeah. Shrek on the uh, the old DVD. So I think my I think my. I thought he might have shown Shark Tale instead of Shrek. Rightly so, right? He would have, he would have said, <laughs> hey, uh, you know, that Eddie Murphy, he's okay, but for my money, <laughs> the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, you know, for my money, okay, post-apocalyptic, right? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. The end of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Bottom feeder, you know what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Dragging along a desert, you know what I mean? You're out in the middle of nowhere, you know? Where are you going? Nowhere, nowhere. You know, I got to give a little love to this old little gem of mine, Night of the Comet, okay? I can't tell you who's in it. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I did a little episode about a year ago. Um, It was an old uh, fave of mine, of me and my sister. We grew up watching it. I think it was like late 80s. This girl and her sister, they survive a... uh, after a comet flies by the earth and basically turns everybody else into dust, I mean, it shit looks like the rapture, you know, she survives cause she's making out with her boyfriend in a movie theater. Um, cause they work at the movie theater and they're in like, they're in the, uh, the, the projection booth. So, you know, no windows, they come out, everybody's dust. Some people that didn't turn into dust, like turn into like zombies. I think the one zombie that actually is there is like the only black guy in the movie. So go figure. They, wow. sur- <laughs> they survive because they team up with, some rando at a radio station after fighting off some, some creepazoids in a, in, a, in a mall, you know? And uh, her sister's got a cheerleading outfit on the entire time. She's got an Uzi. I mean, it's, it's solid 80s. It's high-octane thriller. Lots of bad puns, lots of bad jokes, a little bit of nudity, just the right amount of nip and not enough ass. But for my money, it's got to stay in my top five because... You know, like I said, it's a post-apocalyptic thriller, but it's just ridiculous at the same time. It's just fun to watch. And maybe it's fun to risk one off to. Oh, wow. That's like, you say around the 80s, so that's like right around Toxic Avenger type movies and shit, right? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Not in the same vein as Toxic Avenger, but definitely, definitely on the same shelf. Oh. So we're in the same aisle at Blockbuster, basically. That's probably better. Same aisle. Yeah, you're probably right. Same shelf would be, it would be too much like a trauma film. So you're right. Yeah. Same, same aisle. Same aisle. Oh, man. Night of the Comet. Oh, Night of the Comet. Check it out. It's on, it's streaming somewhere. It's human after all. Is it? That, that shit's streaming somewhere? Where is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> Night of the Comet. <laughs> all right. Back to you, Jimmy. What do you think? I'm going to go with um, number four would be Warm Bodies. Warm Bodies. Oh, is that the uh, the teen romance zombie yeah. movie? You son oh, of a wow. gun. Like, and... That was post-apocalyptic. I thought that was a romance movie. <laughs> it was in the in the apocalypse. Like, oh, shit. But, and, and it's already been happening, so they, they kind of talk and drag it out that it's already been happening for the most part. You got Nicholas Holt, mm-hmm. and he's the zombie. And then you got, what's her name? The fake-ass uh, Kristen Stewart, who's not Kristen Stewart, right? Who's better than Kristen Stewart, yeah. Teresa something? Yeah. Irby? Tracy something? Something. Becky from the block? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that in theaters, actually, with my wife. Okay. Well, she was my wife at the time. She was like, I want to see this, and we're always seeing what you want to see, like Man of Steel and, and, and Batman. So so we watched that, yeah. 
It was good. But I thought it was just an enjoyable film. But um, it's in your top five, though? Yeah, I would say so. Like, I'm, okay. Most of my top, zi- top, top sives. Top, top five. Top sives. Top fives are more comedy, more zombie genre. Than, okay. Hey, nothing wrong with it. I think just because that's just usually what I cling to. Well, I like to cling to you sometimes. <laughs> oh, sorry, Monomoto. You didn't hear that. Um, I've never seen that movie. I gotta see that movie now. Now that I know it's in somebody's top five. Shit. <laughs> he had some good arms in that X Men movie, didn't he? Didn't he look a little cut up, like he was getting ready for that bat suit? He's beast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh wow! And he's a uh, token. Okay. And he's token. So my number four, I just thought it was good when it was on Netflix back in the day, but it was just interesting. It was uh, with uh, Aragon. What's Aragon? Uh, Vigo. Vigo was in uh, The Road. Oh, The, the road. road. Oh, my road. God. Just, I think it was either before or after, which is going to be probably my number three or number two, Book of Eli. So, mm. it was sort of the same premise, right? Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of wandering and a lot of crazy batshit yeah, uh, people. And, uh, you know, except Vigo had a little kid where, you know, Denzel had hot ass, uh, what's her name? Mila. Yes, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mila Kun, Kun, Kun Lara. Just hot for no goddamn reason. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey, you know what I just realized, too? The road had Little Nightcrawler. Vigo was walking around with Little Nightcrawler in that movie. It was. Yeah. He, you know, he look. He kind of looks like. Sometimes I look at him, I go Nightcrawler, and sometimes I look at him and I go, "If we were in prison together, I actually wouldn't be the bitch for once." <laughs> no. Okay. All right. But the road, the road is bleak. It's a. I mean, Charlize Theron just leaves. Like he, she leaves, and she doesn't come back. And I heard the book is even more disparaging and more bleak. And I don't even. I mean, that's that's probably the most realistic. A post-apocalyptic movie I've ever seen. Yeah, it, it, uh, I think it almost pulled a tear out. It almost, because it was rough. <laughs> he dies, right? But the boy makes it? Yeah, yeah he dies. Yeah, spoilers, yeah. spoilers. God damn, man. That's a sound. Just got cannibals running all over the place and shit. Cannibals running all over the place. Yeah. All right, well, I got to go where I, I have to go next, where I, I don't necessarily want to go, but I got to go there nonetheless. Shitter. I'm just gonna. Give, <laughs> I'm just gonna give you a line, okay? Here it is. Okay. And you can okay. guess. You can guess what it is. Dry land is not a myth. I have seen it. Motherfucking water world, baby. Kevin Costner. No. Okay. It's oh nothing. no! It's a good, it's a solid number four. It's, Dude, it's a solid number four. it is probably one of my favorite post-apocalyptic movies of all time, just because. Even the intro with the Universal Studios logo and how the Earth just goes, gets covered in water all of a sudden, and they zoom in, and there's our guy. And not only is he Kevin Costner, but he's a mutant. He can apparently swim underwater. And all the outfits and like the camps, and everybody needs oil, and Dennis Hopper with one eye, and there's a map on a girl's back, there's a hot air balloons. I mean, this movie should have been a huge success. It wasn't, it was a huge bomb. But every time I see it, I gotta stop and watch. I've never seen it. You've never seen it? No, I have to check it out. You've never seen Waterworld? No, I always got confused between Waterworld and Postman because they came about around the same time and like he had the same kind of outfit. Hey, Mr. Postman. Sorry. 
here. It was just, I just seen Waterworld in bits and pieces. I never just rode the ride all the way through. <laughs> you never rode the Waterworld ride? I never rode the Waterworld ride. I just, I just said, stop it right here. Okay, look, you guys, both of you, go home tonight. <laughs> you know, and by go home, I mean, James, go back to the, the Hall of Justice or go back to the Batcave <laughs> since you're at the Hall of Justice right now. And put that shit on the main monitor and don't let Alfred come down with that fishy swee or swirl or whatever it is. Would you, would you, would you recommend Waterworld pre or post Pornhub tonight? I definitely say post Pornhub. Wrist okay, it out okay. so you're nice and, nice and snug in the bed and just fall asleep to it and then wake up the next day. Hey, that, that shit is three hours long, right? It's, it's a good two and a half. Oh my God. The Postman's pretty good, too. I actually have the quadruple, uh, one of those like Walmart things where you have like four Kevin Costner movies. Oh, yeah. So one of them is Wyatt Earp, which is like five hours, you know. Mm-hmm. And the other one's Tombstone Postman. Tombstone was better, but Wyatt Earp's still pretty solid. Yeah, it is. And you own it, too, so you can't I talk do. shit. I know. I own both of them. <laughs> I was just saying. I don't know which one's better. <laughs> but yeah, so it has JFK. It's got Prince of Thieves, Robin Hood, you know. Um, and it's got... Postman, but it did not have Waterworld, so I might have to go buy Waterworld. Okay. The more I talk about it, man, it's just so good. I give it a shot though, I, because I, it, that is one of those movies you have to see just to know that it was just shit. Was it just <laughs> shit? I don't it's know, hard. man. I'm fighting for it. I'm fighting for it hard. Well, if you fight for it hard, then I, then I'll fight for you hard. Man. Mm. I, I, I give it a look one day when I just ain't got shit to do. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. I love it when you fight hard for me. Yeah, because I'm hard for you. Let's go. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Jimmy, what do you got? Number three. Give me what you got. Um, George Romero's Land of the Dead. George Romero's Land of the Dead. Hold on. Hold the phone. Phone is ringing. Oh, my God. Is that John Leguizamo? Yeah. Is that also Dennis Hopper? Yep. Is that also that poor man's Thomas Jane? Yeah. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I like it. I mean, it's not the greatest film. It's but not, but it's fun. I saw it in theaters. Just, yeah, it's, it's just a fun film. Like, 2005. The fact that the zombies go back to doing what, they're, what they did in real life when you got like the zombie band like playing in like the archway, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, the yeah. gas pump attendant who's just bringing out gas because he's a zombie, but he just goes back to his normal life. And Dennis Hopper is like the, the wealthy businessman in the, in the high tower, right? Yeah. With the security and he's above it all. But like out in the streets, like in the in the ghetto, that's where all like they keep the zombies, right? Mm-hmm. It's fucked up, man. It's so <laughs> fucked up. Jane, have you seen that one? Again, it's it's bits and pieces with Landon's Dead. It's like one day, one time, one time it was on like uh, Cinemax, and then I stayed with it for maybe like a good half an hour. Then I pulled up the guide and I saw. Um, something coming up uh, like Emmanuel or something coming on later tonight. <laughs> I went with that. Hold on, hold on. You saw you saw what coming up now? You saw what? Emmanuel. <laughs> <laughs> My man. If you're watching on Cinemax, then all you had to do was wait another 30 minutes and Shannon Tweed would have been helping you out. Indecent <laughs> uh, passion. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's That's always... It was always those titles, Indecent Passion, or like, you know, Tensions, you know. <laughs> tensions in the night. <laughs> oh, shit. What do you got? What do you got, James? It was three, so I, I, I'm going to roll with more zombies. Let's go with Dawn of the Dead. How about Dawn this? of the Dead? The originale or the James Gunn, uh, Zack Snyder guy? That Zack Snyder guy. 
Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Because yeah. that had uh, that had our man uh, and his girl giving birth to a zombie baby. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Where'd she get bit at? She had bit on the fucking leg and she was trying to hide. Oh, I never get that. No. I never get that in the movies. Like, why the fuck would you hide that from the group? No. Mackay Pfeiffer wasn't, wasn't having it, man. Man. I was like, why, why fuck up everybody else's party? You know, and just, just tell us. You got right. to fight. We're going to send you out there. And Ving Rames, Ving Rames even got, got quicker than I wanted to. I was hoping he'd last a little bit longer. I think I think he made it to like the boat and that was about it. But I thought that was good, man. And like the way it yeah. ended with the Johnny Cash uh, cover and that was cool. And like the the video footage. Yeah, the video footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah from the boat. Mm-hmm. Somebody had a camcorder. Somebody always has a camcorder. When they got that guy across the street in the parking lot, and he's got the long yeah. hair, he's like a he's like a vet, he's like a you know a Desert Storm vet or something like that, and he's holding up signs for them, you know. Yeah, him and Ving Rhames back and forth. But then all of a sudden, like, like the dog they saw like got out, or some zombies got in, and like they see him hold up a sign, like he's getting ready to write another message after the zombies have already kind of broken in the house, but the blood smeared all over the thing. He can't write legibly because he can't think straight, and he's clearly been zombified after turning around. That shit still like stays with me like after all those years like fucking creepy yep. as shit. Yeah. It was pretty gory. It was pretty gory. It was solid. The original still just holds up just as yeah, well yeah, yeah. with it like it's, it's creepy original, so. I need that original. What is that 70s? Late 70s? Yeah, I think so cuz yep. they were crossed between black and white in color with that one I thought. I always think yeah. about that when I'm in a mall. If I do like yeah. these the mall walks with my baby boy, you know, in a stroller or like not anymore. Now now we're holding hands and he's running away from me. But I always think about what would happen, you know, if that shit's about to go down and we're in the, we're in the Spotsylvania Mall, you know. <laughs> like, oh man, I'm going to hide out at Annie Ann's and then head over to Dick's and grab some shotguns. I don't think Dick's sells shotguns. They do. They sell do guns. They? Yeah. yeah. Virginia, baby. Woo! Dog will hunt. All right. Well, I guess it's up to me. Uh, let's see here. Sorry. Oh, I don't... Can, can, I get a, can, can I get an honorable mention in number three, too? Oh, sure. Please do. Please do. So much. Was Hunger Games post-apocalyptic? Oh, God. It probably was, yeah. <laughs> I would assume that... I think it was. I think it was. Oh, God. Um, it, would, it, would ha- it would have to be. Yeah, I mean, the world, I guess, ended. I guess. Yeah, yeah I don't... Ugh. Huh? That Lawrence. Oh, my God. Wow, Jenna. That, that Jay Lawrence? That, that, that Katniss... Amen, mm. Cat. She got. got. Mm. My wife loved the books. She loved the movies. I think oh, I saw. Man. I think I saw one of them. I was always kind of a hater on that whole franchise. You didn't really? mess with the Hunger Games? No. I was like, it's been it's been done before. It was based on this. I feel I feel about Hunger Games the way you feel about Avatar. You know what I mean. <laughs> Games. We know where they're hun- uh, where they're hunting each other and shit. I was like, I saw it. The f- I saw it first in Running Man, motherfuckers. Oh, Running Man. I mean, compared to this hot ass girl and this one big ass Austrian running around, come on now, it's a little different. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy just asked if Running Man is post-apocalyptic, and I nodded. And I, actually, I don't think it is. I think it's just a, a bleak ass future. I don't think anything. Okay. I don't think anything happened. It's just yeah. 
It's like idiocracy. That's it's like the that's just the thing is to come. Future. Yeah, that, that's that's like, that's exactly right. That's not even that's not post-apocalyptic. <laughs> that's that's uh, 2025. <laughs> oh, man, that's where we're heading. All right. Well, I, I, you know, I respect the honorable mention because I respect you and I respect your balls and the ball sweat trickling down your balls that I'm gonna lap up. You should have been a fucking uh, uh, like one of those one nine hundred uh, operators. Oh you know? come on, man! Folks call you for just nasty talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that little lie you just gave me! What the fuck was that? I do it again too. <clears throat> No, but at the top of the podcast, before we called you, I was talking about how grateful I am, you know, for just being alive and breathing and having the life that we have and, the, you know, the time that we have. And I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for you, man. I'm grateful for you, too. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How hmm? can you segue into, from, from balls sweat to being grateful? What are you talking about? Because if I didn't have the air in my lungs, if I didn't see the green grass or the blue sky or feel... The warm kiss of a summer wind, then I wouldn't be able to say such wonderful things like a dirty limerick or, 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 or a little fantastical line about, you know, lapping up your ball sweat. Oh man, you went from ball sweat to being grateful. <laughs> what is the number three? Let's go. <laughs> that will you? What's my number three? Oh shit! I guess it's back to me. Well. <sighs> I guess I got to say it because no one else is going to say it. I'm going to go, we don't need another hero. Oh, wow. You're going to put it right there. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Tina Turner, Raggedy Man, and her antagonist, I guess the protagonist for us, would be Mel Gibson's Mad Maxwell Mm. from Thunderdome. Just 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 that movie, or are you going to say the the entire... Universe. Oh, I'm gonna get you guys in a second. Don't worry. That's why. Oh, okay. that, that's why Thunderdome's number three, baby. I'm unzipping your pants already. You just walked in the door. Okay. Oh, I can't go wrong with Thunderdome. Thunderdome, baby. It's it's yeah, my number three. Yeah, it's my number three. Okay. It's it's a solid movie. The the apocalypse has obviously happened. We don't know how long it's been. Mel Gibson's got long hair. He shows up in Thunderdome. Actually shows up in Bartertown, and then somehow through his own cockiness ends up in Thunderdome. And from that scene, I, we did an episode on it uh, a couple, I think I think a few months back. Actually, last year, it all just kind of blends in, you know, with the time and the, and the passing of the days and being at Papa. Um, I've just lost track of time and what I'm talking about, but it doesn't matter. Uh, it's a solid fucking movie, and never mind about the kids and the and the and the. You know, the Lord of the Flies that he finds in the, in the cavern and all that. Like, it all just ends beautifully. He sacrifices himself at the end of the day to save him. But Tina Turner still doesn't kill him, you know? And she just acted the fuck out of it and her tits were hanging out. Everything was great about it. And then, of course, we don't need another hero. I mean, come on. Come on. That's your number three. Not bad. Not and I bad. know I know you're going to listen to that song tomorrow on the way to work. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it. I think I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, brother. You're stuck in my head now. Mm, you're stuck in mine all the time. Did she get a Grammy? Mm? Did, did, did that song get a Grammy? I don't know. That's a good call. 
I wonder if we could look that up somehow with some sort of invention. I gotta look that up one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll go to the library after this and look through their periodicals. Hmm. Mad Max and the Thunderdome. Right. Beyond Thunderdome. Hmm. Mm. That's my number three. Jimmy, it's up to you for number two, brother. Um, Book of Eli. Book of Eli. All right. Yeah. Now we're talking. Now we're, now we're talking. <laughs> now let me ask you guys this. Did you guys know he was blind from the get-go? Fuck no. Fuck <laughs> no. He didn't know he was blind. No. <laughs> Fuck. Neither did I. I had no idea. Other people he said they knew. He was looking at people. I was so pissed off when I found out he was blind. <laughs> Yo, the uh, the Hughes brothers did that. They directed that. I'm like, what the fuck? This hell was oh. <laughs> looking at the fucking rat when he was feeding them shit. And he was and he was and he was guarding the Bible, you know. And Gary Oldman was like, "It's the most powerful book in all the lands," you know, which is true, yeah. you know. Gary Oldman and Book of Eli, man, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Denzel had his 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 machetes or whatever they were, and then he had his iPod, his iPod Classic. So he was just, was he just cold with the blade or did he like, I didn't really remember any like real martial arts. He was just no, a he, slicing and dicing motherfucker. Yeah, he was a slicing and dicing motherfucker. He was like a, a Ginsu 3000 through fucking copper yeah, wire and that, shit. That, yeah. Yeah, that fucking knife was sharp. He had yeah. a sharp knife, yeah. Yeah. And let's, uh, let's not forget Mila Kunis once again. And let's not forget the Hughes brothers. Uh, yeah, those, them two. <laughs> Mila Kunis. Kunis being the hottest thing on the planet at the time. Why, oh why, why was she so hot? I mean, aside from that 70s show, she came out of nowhere uh, and, and she blinded us. Well, wasn't she in uh, Jupiter? Um, Max Payne? I thought she was in oh, Max Payne. Oh, she was in Max Payne. I never saw that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. she was in Max Payne. I'm only, I'm only able to watch like one Mark Wahlberg movie every 10 years. <laughs> was it Pain and Gain? No, it wasn't. I think it was The Happening. Now I gotta take another 10 years. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Mila Kunis. You didn't mess with, with, the, with the Transformers and shit? Nah, not really. I mean, I, 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 bits and pieces. Kind of like you in Waterworld. No, I, <laughs> bits? You never could go for the full ride. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. I mean, I tried that last one, like the, the night, you know, because I was like, Stanley Tucci showed up as Merlin, and I was like, all right, this could get interesting. And then I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to, be, I'll be back. I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> I should love those movies on principle because of what they're about and just by the, their very essence, but I just can't get into them for some reason. But I haven't seen Bumblebee, so I'm not going to. I haven't seen it either. You know, I heard it's good. Mm. I heard it's the redeeming one. To me, yeah. it, was just okay. it was just okay. Okay. All right. Well, if you say it's just okay, then maybe I'll just wait to catch it on cable. It may have been Redemption Road, but it was just okay. And when it went down Redemption Road, did you see Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet too? Uh, no, they were just sailing by. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, number two, James motherfucking Powell. What do you got? Number two for me. Let's go with that motherfucking Planet of the Apes. Oh, the shit. The original. The original. You damn dirty ape. Oh, damn. 
I love that movie, dude. I love that movie. I'll fuck I it. remember seeing it on when they first fucking invented the damn Disney Channel on cable. That's when the first time I ever seen it. Damn. Yeah. Good for you. Now, have you seen them all? Have you seen Beyond and Beneath and After? I've seen Beneath. I've never seen Beyond. Beneath was when they had the, the church with the A-bomb in it. And yeah, it went yeah, off. yeah, 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 yeah. And Charlton Heston came I back and died and I don't know. And for some reason, all those, uh, I don't know if they were like just rabbit cave women or whatever, but all of them were hot. They had that. <laughs> it, was something, hot. it was something about that late 60s hotness, you know, the makeup I mean, and the hair. I don't know. I, I mean, if I was just Charlton Heston, I had that intelligence. I was just, just whipped it out, you know. <laughs> His, it, your intelligence, you I'm mean. A, I'm like a few monkeys, too. There you go, too. I mean, some of the monkeys were hot, too. That lady monkey was hot. The doctor monkey was hot. She was kind of hot with the British accent? Yeah, yeah. with the British accent. I know the, the, the guy was, who was that? That was Roddy McDowell. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about that Tim Burton joint? With Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> that was the first Mark Wahlberg movie I saw before The Happening. Uh, once again, I go back to the female monkey. The female monkey still could have got it. Yeah, Helen the bottom Carter, yeah. But Mark Wahlberg just didn't do it for me. He just wasn't the right pick for them. He kind of looks like a monkey, but... Oh, no. <laughs> he does. He kind of... You know, his build and his mouth, and I don't know, he's kind of... I mean, the ending was off the chain. I mean, to see the the, the monkey head on that lake on at, at the Lincoln Memorial, that was pretty. Cool. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. And the Charlton Heston that, cameo was pretty neat. Yeah. How, what now? What about the new ones? How do you feel about those new ones? Those new ones are off the chain. No, nah, I mean you can, you, you can never replace the, the, those new ones, especially the, the first one when that motherfucker yelled out "No!" I was like, "Oh my god, that could oh, happen in real life." God, no. Man. Yeah. And then when you saw like the gorilla and how everybody else reacted to it. <laughs> like, oh shit, he can talk. He yeah. can talk. Damn. That's a solid pick, my man. My number two <laughs> is the Road Warrior with Mel Gibson. <laughs> Now, somebody might be asking, why does this make this, what makes this movie better than Beyond Thunderdome? And I'll tell you, while there isn't any Tina Turner to grace your ears with her presence or to grace your eyes with her cleavage, we do have fucking Jason Voorhees on super dope PCP jacked up <laughs> with two strands of hair. Uh, we have some of the illest real live fucking car chases filmed of all time. We got a dog. We got a faithful companion. He doesn't make it all the way, but, you know, we got a crucial canine. We got motorcycle chases, you know. We got a feral kid, like a Wolfsbane kid from right out of X-Men with a boomerang. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's a phenomenal movie. You know what I mean? And it's the end of the world. When I think of the end of the world, I always think of Road Warrior. Like, it's dark. It's depleted. It's desert. People are fighting over gasoline. There's male lovers strapped to the bikes. There's bondage, S and M, leather, chaps, whips, dips, chains, hips. And all Mad Max was was just a big 
pot of BDSM, wasn't it? <laughs> it really was. And it was fantastic. Road Warrior. Road Warrior, Man. yeah. It's, okay. the, it's the second one. So Thunderdome was the third one, and Road Warrior was the second one. And it's just, uh, oh. it, it stayed with me. I saw that shit when I was way too early to watch something like that. Way too young. Had no business watching that. Mom was like, well, I want to watch it, so we'll watch it. And God bless, you know, I'm thankful for my mama and all the movies she let me watch, including 1987's Robocop with Peter Willey getting blasted in the first 10 minutes. No, no child should ever watch that. No, no child. <laughs> but, I, but I was seven. And now, no I, child should ever watch. I turned out fine. I turned out all right. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> it's your turn, Jimmy. Yeah, it's my turn. You're number one. Number no, one is a tie. Ooh. It's a double. You got a double header. Yeah. You got and a double fister. <laughs> no? No, I don't know. <laughs> um, Silence. But they're both comedies. Um, okay. Shaun of the Dead and Zombieland. Oh. And so. Interesting. Did you hear that, James? No, no, I didn't catch it. I said, um, Shaun of the Dead and Zombieland. They're both comedies, are my number oh, one. Oh, so was Shaun of the Dead really supposed to, like, Wait. close or was it going into it, though? It was going into it, I guess. Yeah, okay. it was. It was kind of going into it. And so, I mean, okay. that's why, I mean, in the in the sense of things, Zombieland yeah. would fit more. Zombieland would talking fit a about. more, yeah. But. Oh, yeah, it's still wrong. Still good picks, you know. Yeah. Got to do the double tap. The opening, the opening scene of Zombieland alone, with the, with the with the Metallica, the narration, you know, it's like the one Jesse Eisenberg movie that doesn't annoy me, you know. Because he, he normally annoys the shit out of me. What about the curse with Christina Ricci? I didn't see. I didn't see it. Brother and sister and the werewolves. That's probably before his time, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Christina Ricci, though, I'm sorry, she would get it again and again and again. <laughs> I don't even care how big her forehead is. My wife was always like, she has a big forehead. I'm not looking at her forehead. I'm looking at that body and those deep, dark eyes that suck me in like a vortex when the streams cross and somebody's saying, are you a god? Then die. But instead of dying, I'm coming. She was hot in Monster with Charlene's. And Black Snake Moan. Mm. And Adam's family, too. I'm sorry, wait, what? <laughs> oh, two, two, two. Okay, okay. Two. <laughs> hey, Peter, catch me. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> they said, wait, what? <laughs> Ride the train. I'm gonna ride it all night long. Yeah, that black snake moan. That black snake moan it does something to me. Not gonna lie. Was always sweaty. It was hot as fuck in that fucking house. <laughs> he didn't even like. He couldn't turn on a ceiling fan. You know what I'm saying? That, that's why he was so angry all the time. It was hot. God damn, black snake. Mm, I'm gonna watch that shit tonight. With no sheets. Right. Oh. I'm going to get a knife and a breeze. <laughs> yeah, just a thick cotton blanket and me. Mm. Naked. Fan, AC off. Sweating. <laughs> Lollipops. Fur. Mm. <clears throat> anyway, um, sorry. Uh, James, what's, what's your number one? All right. And my number one. 
number one is Avengers Endgame, where this tyrant, <laughs> this tyrant from another galaxy wipes down all half of civilization every fucking year. How about that? Oh, so so really, it should be. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know what? No, wait a minute. Or should it be just? Infinity War. No, Which I think I think you're right. I think it should be Endgame the way it starts because it, it's it's after it's happened. It's it's yeah, the post apocalypse. The post. Yeah, dude. Wow, that's a really good call. I mean, never <laughs> never mind the fact that they bring everybody back and it's a happy <laughs> ending. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They bring everybody back, but the world's still fucked up, right? Yeah, I guess. I guess the world would have to be. They'd have to. They'd have to do some. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, because I mean, think about all the farms that didn't get tended to, or like, you know, I don't like, know. Like, it was fucking five. It was five years went by. Five years, you know? Yeah, five years went by. A lot of people's dogs and pets probably died, you know? Yeah. All them yeah, like you saw, you saw the way those houses were looking when uh, Ant Man was walking down the street. Yeah, it looked like my old uh, neighborhood in college. Yeah, they were dilapidated. <laughs> Oh. But no, uh, uh, really, my uh, my uh, real real number one. Oh, your real real number one. Yeah, my real number one is I Am Legend. That's that. That's my number. What? My oh number. shit! That, that's my number. What is it about I Am Legend that you love? That you fucking love? Me, I like when the, when when they first brought out the trailers. I said that shit can't work. It's just him in the fucking movie. Mm. I said that shit can't work. But for some reason, fucking Will Smith made it work, man. Like when, like I said, when he fucking killed that damn dog and him talking to Fred and shit, I'm like, oh shit. Like, yeah. I, I feel that. Yeah. The emotions in that scene when he's right. like freaking out, like why he's outside of the movie, like the blockbuster and stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah. It, yeah. it does. It just, it pulls you in. Yeah. It pulls me right in. He's, he's a... Uh... He's phenomenal in that movie. My only my only qualm with that, and I saw it in theaters, was the look of some of the creatures. I thought the I thought oh, the, the creatures. I don't like the creatures. You're yeah, right. I'm with you. But but uh, but him overall, like if it was just him, like if we never really saw the creatures half the time, and it was just him, like he was driving around. He's got the dog with him. He's got his guns. He's got his house. He's got you know, like that was great. And I I think he, uh, you know, and he, when he had to put that fucking dog down, man, that shit sucked. Like I felt it, you know. Um, right. Yeah, it's solid. And I also, that, that was the first time we ever saw Batman v Superman, too. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. I was like, called. wait, what? But it, was oh. a diff- it wasn't it a different symbol than what actually came out? I think it was, was a better, it? I think it was an awesome looking symbol. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was like, that, that, that symbol should have been the real symbol going in. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's a solid pick. I like it. Yeah, that's my number one. I, I, I like Iron Fist. I'm going to go back and watch it as much as I should. Though. Right. He yeah. needs to do more stuff like that. I think I'm looking forward to Gemini Man just because it's going back to that kind of sci-fi. I like right. him. I like he him does, in that he shit. He does great sci-fi. He does great sci-fi. He does. I mean, I Am Robot? Come on. Spooner? Right. <laughs> Spooner. <laughs> Jimmy, just, Jimmy just pulled it up. It's like the Batman Forever one. Yeah, it looks like the Batman Forever uh, right. symbol. That's the Batman Forever. It's dope. Yeah. Super dope. Uh, well, my number one uh, would be a little movie called Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Now, I'm bypassing the original 70s uh, Mad Max, the first Mel Gibson outing, because, to be honest with you... The first Mad Max wasn't all that. The first Mad Max, I'll give it to you. The first Mad Max was just shit. It's dog shit. It's dog shit. It's in New Zealand. George Miller didn't have a lot of money. It's just a lot of Kiwis running around and Mel Gibson trying to make sense of it all. Now... Fury Road, Fury, that's your number one. Fury Road with Tom fucking Hardy, Charlize Theron. The op- that the, he didn't need to because it's the fucking apocalypse. You know what I mean? Ten minutes into that movie, ten minutes, and I'm clutching the arm bar in my seat because the the phrase high octane thriller is fucking thrown out the window when this movie starts because the fucking engines are revving. There's no score. There's no music. There's sand everywhere. Fucking wheels are fucking shredding up. Oil's burning. People are screaming. Flares are in the sky. I mean, the first 10 minutes alone is worth it. And then he just gets dragged into this shit with all those creepy fucking uh, powders. <laughs> and, then, and then he's got the Victoria's Secret catalog along for the ride, too, the entire time. You know? Not to mention the baddie. That creepy looking dude with the fucking goat face mask is out, is after him, dude. They, they got I a guy. I know it was like a like a like a like a Mickey Rourke post wrestler kind of thing, you know. Mm. I always thought it was kind of sad that Marissa Tomei didn't sit on his face once in the wrestler. Mm. I mean, she. We could have came to it, you know. We just had to do it some time, you know. If we had just a little bit more time, it, it could have happened. <laughs> Make me feel good. Oh my god! Ah, but yeah, man. Um, the action is great. The plot—it's perfect because it just—it's just simple, you know. It's just less is more when it comes to the apocalypse, and that's what I like about that movie. Well, you didn't need any more dialogue from him. Did you? I, I kind of wanted more dialogue from him in that movie. No, because Mad Max is a guy. In in the other ones, he doesn't have a lot of dialogue. He, he has the most dialogue he has, I think, is in Thunderdome. Thunderdome. When he's right. like, recruiting the kids, you know. And throwing his spear at that weight, that uh, that that fake ass Anne Hesh, whatever. Um, but in this one, it just is what it is. And that whole little fight scene with him and Charlie Theron, you know, I think her name is like Fury Rosa or something. She's got one arm, dude. I mean, it's 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 cold, it's bleak, but it's action packed. He lives, he saves a day, kinda, but reluctantly. And that's what I'm saying. He's a reluctant hero. He's a He's a tragically flawed, reluctant hero with all this past, you know? The movie opens and he's like, my world is fire, you know? I mean, come on. But I would not be myself if I didn't list another number one. So I'm going to go ahead and do it. And it's not a Mad Max movie. And it's Reign of Fire with Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey and they're fighting dragons. (laughs) That's actually a good movie. Reign of Fire was post-apocalyptic? I've never seen it. Reign of Fire was post-apocalyptic? Oh my God, dude. So Christian... Christian Bale, Christian Bale uh, is just walking around with his mommy as a little kid, uh, and she's working at some, she's working in some construction site where they've uncovered uh, some sort of nesting egg, and it hatches, and then basically dragons overtake London and overrun the earth and destroy the earth and kill all humanity. And there's only small factions of humanity living, and he grows up in futuristic post-apocalyptic, you know, England with a castle of survivors, you know, trying to grow crops and survive and slay dragons when they can. Or most of the time, they're just trying to run away from them. But then the American surviving army shows up with Matthew McConaughey, jacked, shaved head, huge beard, from Texas, 
and they fucking wreak havoc. And they, I mean, when I say Matthew McConaughey charges a dragon from jumping out of a castle, you know, with an AK-47 strapped to him, I'm telling you, man, this shit makes me... Rain of fire. You had told me something now. Yeah, man, you got to watch that I've shit. Fuck Waterworld. Fuck Waterworld, watch Rain of Fire. Two nights. Yeah, Rain of Fire's good. Tigers are playing. Tonight, never miss a game. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's my that's my tie. I love Fury Road, and I just couldn't bring it. I couldn't take it out of the out of the out of the mix, but I couldn't leave mm-hmm. Rain of Fire behind. So that's my guy. That's my so, guy. Quick, quick opinion: Was the Matrix post-apocalyptic? I actually have that in my runner up because of the fact that I thought that the machines had taken over. That's that's what I thought. Mm, that's a really good call. That is that that is very it is post apocalyptic. It is. I mean, even Morpheus says, "But we were the ones that scorched the sky." I don't know why I gave him a British accent. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> can you go, say? Can do me a favor? Can you say that back? But but do it the Morpheus vo- voice. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't remember Morpheus voice that well. Oh. Because we were just talking to him, right? Yeah. I do it my way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We were the ones that scorched the sky, Neo. <laughs> hey motherfucker! <laughs> oh, I know kung fu. Yeah, I thought I thought it was post-apocalyptic because I was like, it doesn't feel oh, like it, but you're right. All humans were underground and shit. I'm like, oh. yeah, and even in the last one, when they like go above the clouds and she they see the sun for a split second, or she does because yeah. he's blind. Yeah, yeah, you, you're right. That's it. It is. It's pretty solid. It's pretty fucking solid. Yeah. I mean, it's I I like I like all of them. People hate on the second and third one, but I like the whole trilogy. Uh, yeah, I like the whole trilogy. It, it took a minute for revolutions to come around for me. So like right. I said, I, that wasn't what I was looking for. I was I was looking for him to become more or something. I didn't look want him to just fucking let his battery die. That's like, I mean, that's how it is when you come down here and visit me in the in flesh. I'm like, I always want something a little bit more from you, but you always let the battery die a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just like, just when I think you're getting ready to lean in and kiss me, you give me a high five. Well, I can only plug into your matrix for so long. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta push me right back out. Uh, Jimmy's just closing his eyes and trying to. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, can you pull up, can you pull up the Comic Cons uh, Facebook, Jimmy? Yeah, and and read some of the because we posted this and I want to see I want to read some of our comments on what the, what would be what some of some of the other folks out there what they love about their post apocalyptic movies their favorite post apocalyptic movies because we, we got a couple hits you know um, I got a hit on IG today from uh, oh god shipyard uh, shipyard skates oh god I probably butchered that without checking it. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me check it real quick. The last thing we want to do on the show. Did you say shipyard skank? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kobayashi Jedi. Okay. Oh, there we go. All right. He said, uh, you know, so many. Here's some of Faves' faves. All versions of Mad Max. The Book of Eli, 12 Monkeys, Children of Men, Snowpiercer, oh. Reign of Fire, I Am Legend, and Omega Man. So, hey, he... He said a lot of the ones we said tonight. Snowpiercer, yeah, Snowpiercer. 
I have Snowpiercer, my runner-up. That, that was pretty good. That I liked it. Good. I liked. Oh, you actually like it now? I thought you didn't like that one, James. Well, I still don't like it, but it was for what it was worth. It was, it was just okay. For the genre, it's good. For the genres, for for what we're talking about right now. Otherwise, it's just a fuck movie. Shipyard skates throughout Night of the Comet, which is pretty awesome. Oh, oh okay. So now you, again, are you saying shipyard skank or are you saying <laughs> shipyard skates? Skates, skates, skates. Oh, okay, all right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we got on the Facebook there? I'm looking at where. Uh, where's the post at? Oh, it's probably got to go down a little ways. Okay. Because it's it's from a few months back. Oh. Okay. It should have a picture of, Mel, of Mad Max on there. Uh, oh, sweet Jesus. My oh, right. God. Oh, this a few months ago? Yeah, because I was gonna, we were going to do this episode a few months back, but then we just never got around to it, you know? And, oh, okay. oh and, yeah, there uh, we go. March 21st. March Ooh. 21st. Damn. All right. So, months ago. So, what do we got on the, on the, on the thread there? What are some of the other people's picks? Their top picks? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Oh, Sean Lemley said, Book of Job. I guess he meant to say Book of Job. And so I... So I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, Book of Job was pretty damn good. Um, the record for the record, uh, he was trying to say Book of Eli. He just he fucked up. He did. <laughs> he couldn't remember what it was called. <laughs> oh God! All right, sorry, Sean. Um, all right, we got uh, Patrick John O'Brien. He says I think Pandorum is super underrated. I also agree. Uh, you, you can never get enough Dennis Quaid or Ben Foster. I definitely agree with that, Patrick. So thank you. Thank you for that. You guys remember Pandora? I don't remember Pandora. They're in the spaceship. And then they, they, they get out. They think they're floating in space. And at the very end, like, by the way, they're fighting off like fucking 28 days later type fucking creatures. And then uh, at the very end of it, the things come up, the shields come up, and they, they realize they're under water on a planet that they've landed and they've been underwater that entire time they were never lost in space no they were never like like the ship was dead so they thought they were just dead in space and their navigation systems were all off and they're like oh my god we've been underwater this entire time we've been on this planet like pretty fucking wild ending only this quaid movie with spaceship that i remember is the one where he's inside martin short oh inner space yeah that's a fucking classic yeah absolutely uh, Kelly Kerr says, so many good ones, but here are my top five. Logan's Run, Shaun of the Dead, Planet of the Apes, all the Mad Max movies, and 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys was her number one. That's two for 12 Monkeys. But I wasn't too sure if it was the pre or post. But I guess it is post now. It's pretty solid. I mean, as, zombies yeah. mo- as zombie movies go, I mean, it's hilarious, but it's just a solid zombie movie. Okay, Uncle Rico, he says, Waterworld. Yeah, I said it, so what? <laughs> and then Van Dyke Brown, all those months ago, said the Matrix Trilogy and the Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Thanks, oh, thanks so, for pulling that up. Yeah. So, so one more question. So yeah. is Terminator post-apocalyptic? It would be. Judgment Day? Well, Salvation probably would be more, right? You're right. Salvation would probably be the the post-apocalyptic one. The other ones are more pre. Yeah, the other ones are with the time travel. They take place. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I think if you're if you're strictly sticking to like it's the world's ended already. You know what I'm saying in terms of in terms of civilization. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, Post-apocalyptic. Now, one of my runners-up would be the Resident Evil series. Yeah, definitely. I can see that. Because fir- I guess the first one would be pre, but all the others after that are post. Those movies got so fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, I remember the first one, and I was like, all right, it's like a horror movie. And then, like, the second one was kind of a horror. Like, then they just went complete fucking nuts. The second one was, like, the most, I guess, lowest budget one with, like, Mike Epps. Like, it was just very... You could tell that they had a shoestring budget on the second yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, they yeah. went back to that B-rated like horror film. But not that third one. They're no. out in the desert. She's like with a trench coat, like Mad Maxing it up. You know? Yeah. I fucking love Mila Jovovich. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Especially like I, like we, I told you before, she was hot as hell in Hellboy. I couldn't believe she was still hot like that. Yeah, she was. She had it coming. She had it coming. She had it. She had it going. <laughs> she came. <laughs> Oh, shit. Speaking of coming, how about that new Wonder Woman poster? How about it? God damn. It? I mean, that she new looks, costume. She looks like the Bride of Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they're pulling out that old Alex Ross uh, Kingdom Come costume? I would very much appreciate it. Oh, my God. With the armor? I would very much appreciate it. I don't know, I don't know who the fuck she's going to fight. It would be nice to see a cheetah fight. It is going to be a cheetah fight, right? With yeah, yeah. Kristen Wiig. Yeah, with Wig. Uh, cool poster. Can't go wrong with the good dope. That good Can't go wrong with that good dope. Now, my wife made a comment. She was like, what? Oh, my oh. God. They gave her breasts because I guess people were upset she didn't have breasts. I didn't notice it. I didn't. Oh, I saw those legs for days. Yeah, I was always looking at her legs. Hmm. Yeah. Amongst other things. <laughs> I am looking forward to the movie. Hmm. That, you know. I mean, I am. I mean, I just can't. I liked the first one, but I'm really looking forward to this one because, you know, it's not going to be set in like World War II and hopefully it'll be a little, uh, hopefully the villain with Cheetah and Kristen Wiig, hopefully it'll be a little bit stronger, stronger villain. You know what I mean? I felt like that was the only thing I didn't like about the, the first Wonder Woman was the villain was kind of, you know, yeah. You know. But it shouldn't be any cameos in this also. It, uh, we're not going to get any like other hero cameos, right? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, because this would be pre before her meeting everybody, 1980s, right? Speaking of other heroes, did you guys hear the rumor casting on uh, Liam Neeson as Hawkman? How the hell would that work? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and he's not outside bars waiting to beat people up. <laughs> really? Where'd you get that from? Oh, my God. Haw- Hawkman? Yeah, apparently um, he's supposed to be rumored to play Hawkman in... Um, it's a new, like the New Gods movie that's going to be in development. I don't know why Hawkman would show up in New Gods, but then uh, they were talking about a, bu- a bunch of heroes like showing up randomly, and like they've even like r- there's even a rumor out there that they've recasted the f- the Flash with Lucas Till and taking taking away Ezra Miller. Yeah, I keep, I keep hearing that they, they they really do not want Ezra Miller. No, no, they don't. As soon as he showed up to Comic Con with that weird velveteen rabbit suit, I mean, people were like, "What the fuck." I, don't know. I like him. I like him though. I mean, he's not, you know, he's not no Grant Gus, but no, no. I take it for the universe. Are you guys watching the uh, the Swamp Thing right now on DC Universe? I am. I haven't caught it. Uh, like good. I said before, I'm, I'm 
currently addicted to something else. Oh, right, 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 right. Pornhub. Huh? Hmm? Oh, no, not just that. Uh, it's for you, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, they canceled it, man, and it's good. It's like they've, it, I've only seen like two episodes, but it's solid. Like it's really solid. Wait a minute, you said they canceled it? Yeah, yeah after the first episode dropped, like that Saturday, they posted. Yeah, and it's gotten it. like rave reviews. Like everybody loves it, but they only did like ten episodes, and they've canceled it. You know. Oh, Me- meanwhile, we got fucking seven seasons of Agents of Shield. You know. <laughs> Wait a minute. You never like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I mean, what kind of a world do we live in where a man dressed up as a bat? Look, I just... I watched the first episode, or I watched the first two seasons, and actually, I actually liked the first two seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then they started getting into, like, the Inhuman stuff, I think, like, season three or four, and I just kind of fell out. Um, so I don't know. I mean, people like it. What do I know? I'm just a guy. But I'm just saying, Swamp Thing's really solid. Like, it's really good. It's shot well. It's acted well. It's like a horror show. Um, better than the, uh, that 90s version? Way better. Way better. <laughs> way better than the 90s version. Like, he looks that good. 90s version, man, I, I still appreciate that 90s version Swamp Thing. Though. I still love that. Yeah, the first one, the first, like, the late 80s one, that, that's pretty solid. Yeah. That's pretty solid. The sequel with Heather Lockyer was, uh, was a little hard to get through. Even though she was, you know, in it, it was still hard to get through. And they definitely had like a weird, like melding of the minds, like sex scene. It wasn't like a sex scene. It was kind of weird. But, uh, yeah. Oh my God. But James, you'll appreciate this. You do audio books, right? Yes. You know, Marvel's coming out with their own audio books. I love it. Yeah. Are you going to be listening to any uncanny X-Men on the way to work? Because I just heard there's a Wolverine. Um, it's, it's either uh, yeah, it's either uh, like a running comic that's going on right now. I, I forgot the platform. The the yeah. they, it's like a podcast, right? Yeah, they it did worked. the podcast. Yeah, they did yeah. it. It was pretty good. I listened it to the worked. the first one. So uh, I, I might check it out. I might, I, I might check it out. Now, what if they get Sophie Turner to do the voice of a Jean Grey? Uh, I, I think I still take. I, I, want, I want Fomka. Give me that Fomka. Oh, that Fomka Jensen. Mm, I that like Fomka Jensen. I still right. take that Fomka. All right, I like it. Now, what did you think about X Men: Dark Phoenix? I, 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 I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? I haven't seen it. One, uh, just all the reviews. Two, after listening to you and um. Oh my God! I forgot the, your, your co-host. Oh, Jackie, J- Jackie Devivius. Jackie, after listening to you and Jackie, uh, I kind of want to. Uh, I, I, I probably wait a little bit longer. Just a little bit longer. So you didn't see it? I thought you saw it like the last Thursday night or some shit. No, uh, I went to Fandango and then uh, no, I said no. <laughs> God damn! I said no. All right. Well, but I might, I might, I might check it out. I might Jim, check it out. Jimmy and I watched it. Jimmy, Jimmy liked yeah. it. Yeah, I did. Liked I liked it. it. Yeah, I liked it too. It's just I liked it for. I would have liked it more had it come out maybe before other ones, or maybe, I don't know. 
it kind of it kind of left a lot to be desired. Had that juicy fruit thing going on. Yeah. It had a lot of the Justice League stuff going on. I rated it over Last Stand and Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I like Apocalypse. Uh, there's a lot of things I like about Apocalypse, like that opening with Magneto and. Mm-hmm. You liked Apocalypse. I liked. I liked <laughs> everything leading up until the end. The end to me, the ending is dog shit. But everything leading up to it's still pretty good. Like, like with the Magneto scene and. Um, uh, his wife and his kid and how he kills those people with like the fucking locket and even like in the beginning when they that trap Apocalypse yeah. yeah yeah that was a good yeah, yeah. and, and we Apocalypse. we get the fucking uh, Weapon X cameo yeah I mean that was badass we don't get any Weapon X cameo in this there's no Hugh Jackman to go around you know mm. he should have done a cameo in this one I know, he, I know he died in Logan, but this is like, you know, it's in the 90s. You know, give us a little, you know, little, yeah. a little taste, a little tasty tasty. So you don't think it should have been drawn out like a, like an Infinity Saga type, the Phoenix Saga should have been drawn out a few more movies? Oh, I think absolutely it should have been. If they, if they did this right, it would have been back in like 2003 or 2004 and they would have just been like, all right, we're going to do, we're going to do the saga over three movies. You know, and like go into space and meet Lalandra and like the Shi'ar Empire and all that shit. All that shit that we remember from Saturday morning cartoons. You know, <laughs> like just think how epic that would have been. Three movies for like X. I mean, come on. Sabretooth could have yeah. been in the mix randomly. Could throw Omega Red in there just for Nick Stevens. There yeah. you go again. Fucking <laughs> Omega Red shit. <laughs> oh, what is your thing about Omega Red? His long tentacles. It's, some, it? it's something about that Russian accent, those long tentacles. He just looked like a badass. The that blonde oh, hair. Man, he, he doesn't do shit. What is? I mean, he, can, he, he has those spores that like release the poison. Don't don't make me break out the X Men cards. Break out the cards. Break out the cards. Cause I gotta find them somewhere. I can't find oh the cards. <laughs> I can't find the cards. He looks cool. He looks cool, but he doesn't do shit. But that's half the X Men characters. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. <laughs> Beast doesn't do shit. That's that's one. That's one. Look, dude, there's so many X-Men characters that don't do shit that look cool. You know what I mean? Like, um... Cable. Fucking Dazzler. She looks great. She don't do shit. She just makes a little light show, you know? Mm-hmm. Cable looks really cool, but he doesn't really do a lot of shit either. I mean, he kind of runs... Yeah. A, he, run, he ran real slow in the comics. Like, he was always just kind of kneeling and, like, yelling, you know? Although he was pretty badass in the Deadpool movie. Colossus doesn't do shit. Colossus doesn't do shit. But in the arcade game, he was like, what? Oh, yeah. Fucking Marvel vs. Capcom. You can't beat Colossus. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> gonna um, take you for a ride. Gonna take you for a ride. <laughs> We're in our 30s. <laughs> Nobody knows. They don't know who we be. Oh man, I had some other shit I was going to talk about, like news stuff going on in the news, but I don't, I don't oh, get it. But I, but okay. I, but I forgot. I forgot what it was. Mm. What the fuck else was I going to mention? I mean, I talked about you have your, little, uh, your, your little detective uh, comics notepad with you. What, what's going on? <laughs> oh, uh, what about that? Uh, what about that? Uh, that Tom Holland being cast as the dude from Un- Uncharted. What is? What's that all about? The video game is cool, so I thought it, 
probably want somebody a little bit taller, but man. I actually thought Jim Hall would have been good for that Uncharted though. Hmm. Yeah. I never played the game, but I mean, he seemed he seemed he seemed a little I young. Mean, it's basically what just like a younger, more action-packed Indiana Jones type game. So you're going to get that kind of adventure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Kind of like kind of like when you rent uh when you rent one of those movies, you know? It's it's like a Pirates of the Caribbean movie, but instead it's got like, you know, blonde bombshells in it, you know? And it's not it's not exactly a porn, but you see your man Evan Stone show up and you're like, "Wait a minute, I've seen him in porns." But like all the other women that are getting naked, like they're just kind of like taking their tops off and riding them. And like, then the film keeps cutting, like they cut the actual porn scenes out just so they could rent this out at a blockbuster in the adult section. Did blockbuster ever have an adult section? I used to just walk right in there. I didn't, I didn't no, you, you, you had to, um, no, the only ones that had the actual like porn sections were like, would be like, would not Hollywood video, but it was always like a local video club, video club. <laughs> so, it was always like no matter what state or where you're from it was always something like video club movie gallery did too movie gallery right it was never it was never like blockbuster because they were too highbrow yeah because I, I just remember like when I was younger I used to like yeah I think they had the swinging door at blockbuster and it was like yeah the adult section so I used to take my little ass out I was like where's the adult section it was always just regular movies in there there was just like a like a, like salon doors like salon? Saloon. Saloon, Saloon doors. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't think you went into a video store. Yeah, and then you... Uh, Isn't the bad? You went into an actual sex shop. <laughs> <laughs> the, cafe, the Cafe Risque off 95 South. <laughs> Have you been to the Cafe Risque? No? Yeah, it's going to Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Please enlighten me. What is the Cafe Risque? <laughs> it's off. It's off ninety five in between North Carolina and South Carolina. Oh man, I just is it right next to the Adam and Eve? Yeah, it's a little strip club where oh. you can get like a, a diet coke and a burrito, and somebody will like dance above your fries, and like hang their little, you know, stuff over your fries. So if you want a little extra hot sauce, you know, if it's if it's the right time of month, then you'll get you'll get a little. <laughs> So you're saying I can get some I can get some menstrual cycle over my salty fries. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I've lost my mind. I can't even think straight anymore. Oh God. <laughs> what? <sighs> Cafe Risque that's on all, 95. That's all I got. I got nothing else. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna have to look this up on Google. Maybe I can three D it. I must have looked you up on Google. Oh, man. Well, I'm on, uh, <laughs> on the hub. On the hub, you can find me on the X video. Anyway you want. Well, I love it. And thanks for showing me X videos all those years ago, because I never knew about it until you showed it to me. You never knew? Oh, and man. you showed me that X hamster, too. <laughs> one time, oh, yeah, one time we were, uh, James Powell and I were working at a, we were at a, we were at a moon base. We were working at a moon base together, and we were we were in like the little kitchenette, like getting ready to heat up our food. And nobody was with us because we were working a night shift, you know. So it was like a late shift, so nobody was there, and it was just like us in this little kitchenette. 
And he just out of nowhere was like, I was in the middle of talking about something stupid. And he just turned, <laughs> he turned to me and he goes, what'd you think about this? And it was just on a video on his phone of just like two chicks just getting banged out. <laughs> and it was like X hamster or some shit. And I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, X hamster. And I was like, all I knew about was like, I think at the time, I didn't even know about Pornhub. I think I don't even know Pornhub was, I don't know. I don't know what, I must have still been looking at like Persian Kitty or something like that or Pick, or pick Hunter or something. I don't know. Persian Kitty for all you kids out there was just a thumbnail site back in the day. I don't know if you guys remember that. <laughs> this is before vids. You were looking at thumbnails? I don't know what I was looking at. You, you, you broadened my horizons. You came in like Jack Nicholson and said, gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. I think, I think, uh, I, think I showed you ex hamster over a big bowl of Singapore noodles. And okay. I was like, hey, I think you did. I think you did. And that's why I love you. And that's why I love having you on the show, even because when you have I to call you. Oh, God. Well, brother, thanks for thanks for letting us uh, call you. And thanks for letting us, you no know. Problem. It was, it's fun. It, it is always fun. Nothing always like fun. apocalypse and. Pussy lips, either one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, brother. Well, I love you. Love you back. And I'll, I hope, hopefully, I'll see you real soon. Oh, I think, I, I think, I think we can make something happen. And happy Father's Day to you. Hey, same to you. Same to you. And uh, just remember, nothing ever comes close to being race banded. So. Because Benton Quest doesn't give a damn about his kids. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Just remember that. Just remember that. Race Bannon is the best father figure in the world. Amen. <laughs> All right, now, will you watch Waterworld and uh, go ahead and rub one out uh, for me and to me and send me a pic later? <laughs> I can't. All right. Goodbye, sir. Goodbye. All right. You too. Oh, James Powell, everybody. Wasn't that a good trio that we had going on here? You know? Weighing in. I like I like James Powell when he's weighing in. You know? And uh thank you for taking time out of your day to come over here and Thanks for having me. You had a full day and you finished and you came over here and wax rhapsodically about stuff that we love. The post apocalypse, the the ninja turtles. You know? And uh our friends named James. Our friends named James. Plural, Jamesies, Jimsy Jamsies. And I want to give a shout out to Kelly Kerr, too. She's written us a lot of emails. She's sent us a lot of feedback, and we've read some of her stuff on, on, on the show, even before this episode. And she's called in before on the, on the phone line. I was about to say hotline, like it's a <laughs> 900 <laughs> number. Yeah, I'm talking to you right now. I'm wearing no pants, and I'm looking through cellophane. Wait, what? So shout out to you, <laughs> Kelly, and thanks for all your listening. I didn't mean to drop your whole government name out there, but it's on Facebook. Everybody just look her up and be friend, friend, friend request her. Uh, she lives in Fredericksburg. No, I'll, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll edit out the last name when I go back through this. You know, it might, might be a good idea. Her phone number is. Her phone number is, yeah. Kelly, thank you. Okay, thank you. You are officially, thanks to you, a Kamikaze. Okay? 
And, Co- and Kobayashi Jetta, he's a kamikaze too. You know, our fans are kamikazes. Okay, that's Kelly's term. She came up with it after listening to our episode. I we like were trying it. to k- figure out like what to call our guys. You know, now Lauren is over Matthew Broadcast. She was like, you should call your, all your fans or your listeners the confluencers. You know, like the confluence, like the confluencers, which I fucking love. But kamikazes just kind of has a nice ring to it, especially since I'm always like, hey, little texties, little phonesies. Yeah. Kamikaze sounds like we're sending people just out into the world. You know? Kamikaze. So, thank you. I'm going to try to give a shout out to a Kamikaze every week if I can. You know? All right. So, this one's for you, Kelly. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Remember, guys, we're on Spotify. We're on the iTunes. We're on the Podbean. Okay? We're on all sorts of formats now. We're on all sorts of platforms now. What else are we on? What else are we on? You're back on Spotify, right? We're back on Spotify. Uh, I don't know what happened. We were on Spotify, and like the last two episodes, we our show just like disappeared. Hmm. And I had to email them and get into a fight with a guy behind a desk, you know. And I was like, "Listen, were you here? If anybody wrote a book about your life, <laughs> would anybody want to read it?" And you can email us at comicconspodcast at gmail dot com. That's right, you can, you can. And of course, at our home, Jesus Christ, we're sponsored by the very thing that we're on, uh, Anchor FM. Okay, that's that's our home for the most part. But our home home is Facebook.com slash Comic-Cons podcast. So look, all of that's on there. Breakers, Google Play, wherever you can find podcasts, Comic-Cons podcast. Thank you for listening. Thanks for the feedback, guys, friends, pals. Sorry it took us so long to even get this topic out there into the world. That's all right. But this will be going up on day after Father's Day. So Sounds good. A happy Father's Day to you. Happy Father's Day to you. Well, thank you. We're and good happy papas. Father's Day to all the Kamikazes. Happy Father's Day to all the Kamikazes. If you're a dad, happy Father's Day. If you're a mom, maybe give dad a little handy. And remember, at the end of the day, don't take us seriously, okay? Because it's just fiction.